that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with Sherry Hamilton, who is a uh, makeup, uh, she's a hair person, hairstylist who works in the film industry. And uh, I wanted to ask her about this woman who put all this gorilla glue in her hair and things like that. And then, quite frankly, the, the conversation just kind of went all over the place. I guess we both have ADHD, but it was a lot of fun. This was a, this was a great, just a great conversation with a great lady. So Sherry, you were fun. Y'all stick around. Spudcast coming back right after this. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the home team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 9473392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this... You better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Okay, so we're talking to uh, Sherry Hamilton, who is a, uh, you don't do makeup, you just do hair on movies? You just makeup. do hair. Just do hair. I've done a lot yeah. of films where, you know, they they would double up, mostly when they had like extras and such. Everybody had to double up, but, uh, yeah. but anyway. So uh, Sherry is a hair person who... Who works in the film industry and um i i just i wanted to ask about because i saw this this woman i know everybody had seen her uh oh, well wait first off how you been sherry how's it going thanks for asking it's going well going well been ve- very well as well 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 <laughs> <laughs> well what do you know well, there you go <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you're doing well. Have you have you been cranking up on any of these flicks that have come to town, or did you work on NCIS or anything? I read for NCIS no. like six times. I never got nothing. My wife did two episodes of it. Let me tell you, as long as NCIS been around, I have not ever. I don't think I ever did a day on that show. But it was like it was called the Never Ending Show at one time. I think they have one more season. No, they're up. done. They shot. They finished their. They did seven seasons. But the oh. other one, the one with, um, uh, shoot, the guy playing Jethro and uh, the man from Uncle, those guys, uh, that show's been on forever, and it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime. I think they're trying to give Gunsmoke a run for their money. What show? 
The, the NCIS where they're in D.C. Okay. You know? Well, I mean, it's a thing. NCIS is a, definitely a thing. You know, they have NCIS along with all the states um, behind it. So. Yeah. What well, makes me go, why, why, did they can, why did they can the New Orleans one? From what I understand, their, their ratings were good. Doesn't sound like, doesn't, nobody in that cast sound like they from New Orleans. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I got that dude from Alabama. He's a nice boy and everything, but nobody's going to buy it. Where are you from? Uh, Marrera? Yeah, sure you are. Sure right. Marrera. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I have no idea why they ended, but I they had a good run. They yeah. really did have a good run. Yeah. Well, shoot. You know yeah. what? I mean, it's like me. I've auditioned. I came close. I tested for yeah. five different series in my and and in once in one pilot season in LA. I yeah. tested five series and I didn't get any of them and I was apologizing to my agent and they were going like, "Damn, what do you mean? We've got people we represented for 20 years. They've never tested once. You've tested yeah. five times." But you know what? We lost our first child. That that mm. yeah, and the next pilot season rolled around and my wife was pregnant again. I said, "I am not putting her through that again." So yeah, anyway, well, that's so I, awesome. Congrats on your your uh, wife being pregnant again. But I'm sorry you lost your first child. Oh no! Look, <laughs> believe me, I'm I'm old now. This was a long time ago. My youngest is 19. So yeah, we lost one. Oh, we awesome. had one. We lost lost a, another one, and then had two more. And I went, okay, I'm tired. I'm done. I don't need no more. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's nothing with why I called. I called. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> Well, okay. So they had this woman a couple of months back, and right. uh, and she was all over social media and over a, a, a good chunk of the news too. Because if it was a slow news week, especially, she had put uh, gorilla glue all up in her hair to get some kind of look or something. And uh, I didn't hear anything about it until it had actually come up, and they had people had put together like a GoFundMe account to help her get her hay bone fixed yeah and, it was it, it that story moves so fast so <laughs> very fast well but the thing of it is it's like I, 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 okay when i heard that it had that they had done a uh, a gofundme i went okay one of two things is the case here either this woman is legitimately stupid and put this stuff in her hair looking for something or she went, or she did it, I, and I don't know which one it is, and I'm sure I'm going to get fussed at for for saying this, yeah. but it sounds to me like a scam, you know, like she did something stupid to uh, to get a GoFundMe thing going. Because quite frankly, look, yeah, she pasted her hair to her head, but I mean, you wait, what? How long you got to wait for your hair to grow long enough to shave your head and get that crap off your head? How fast? I don't, I don't know, and you know, you never know why people do the things they do. No, you just. You never know. You just got to go with the story and believe it or not nowadays because people do all kind of things for publicity. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it works, you know, well, sometimes it, it works. Sometimes... <laughs> well, it worked. I mean, because now, I mean, Sherry, she's got her own hair care line. That is awesome. Let me tell you, I'm not against anyone that that thinks of a get rich quick scheme, you know, because social media is the thing right now mm -hmm. you know and the people are loving it and people are getting rich off it they're getting famous they're getting the blue checks because they do stupid things on social media well yeah but, <laughs> but, 
the thing of it is, though, it's like... Isn't that okay, crazy? Look, look, look. If I... I okay, I want to reiterate what I said. I, I'm not holding anything against her because she did this and got GoFundMe money. But the right, first, I know you're yeah, not. Because, great, hey, I'm with you. You know what? It's hard to make a buck. It really is. So, she, so you know what? If, if I could go get some... Let me get some of that Varathane. You know, I mean, you ever seen that can with that girl, that roller skating chick with the real short shorts on that on that... That can of uh, shellac going, hey, you can, shellac, you can shellac my hair down and then uh, give me some GoFundMe money and I'll shave my head look like Elma Fudd. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. I got a mortgage to pay, you know. But We all have mortgages and rent. And we look, and the, the most thing people have most, the, the thing that people have most are children. You know, so mm-hmm. people with kids, I mean, hey. They're thinking of all kinds of ways to make ends meet. Absolutely. These children are expensive. Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> you at college and, 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 and it's like, oh, I got three. I got two of them still in college. My oldest one, uh, she basically, she was going to school. and She was doing good. But she finally, she just told me and my wife, she went, you know what? I, I, I don't want to go to school. I don't like going to school. I don't want to study anymore. And I said, dear, learn or earn. That's the rules. If you don't want to go to school, then go to work. And that's all. That's I right. Well, she's got herself a nice little gig now. I mean, she has to get up at 530 and go to work for seven in the morning sometimes. Uh, sometimes she has to put in an 11-hour day, you know, okay. but she gets to work with puppy dogs and kitty cats. And you know. well, Let me tell you, I think that's awesome because I wasn't a schoolgirl, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a schoolgirl. I didn't go to college. I went to Molar Beauty College for hair. Yeah. And I, um, and I did that in like 1996. So I've been doing hair for pretty much a long time, almost 30 years. But I, I knew when I was in high school, I was not a college kid. Yeah. You know, I did not want to go to school. Now, I don't um, agree with what I did back then. I dropped out of school. Now, I'm not condoning. Don't do not drop out of school because I did it. You know, that was this is my story. Yeah. But I knew back then I was not fit for school, you know, and I wish I would have finished school, you know, but I did it. But well, to make a long story short, school is not for everyone. No, but, it's just not. but let me say this to you, too. School. When I tell my kids when they go, why do I have to take this? And why? And I said the same thing, you know, I mean, I, I got two degrees in theater and acting. So why do I have to take math? Well, luckily for me, my, the math I took was simple. But my son or my daughter, my daughter studying theater, going, why do I have to take algebra? I'm going, you know why you have to do that stuff is so that they'll teach you critical thinking. So that you'll yeah. have an, a massed amount of knowledge to help you actually come up and, and, and solve problems that come in front of you. And a yeah. lot of times you won't even figure out how you knew this stuff. And it's just because yeah. you have all this stuff in the back of your head. You either yeah. acquire that in school or you acquire it in real life. I mean, you started acquiring it in school, and now you've been cutting hair and working in film industry for a while, and you have all that knowledge. You know, you just I, don't have some some sheepskin. I don't. I don't have the book smart. I'm not book smart. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? The book smart people can't start a fire without matches. You know, <laughs> I mean, they look. It's, it's streets. It's, I know that's right. But it's like it's like learning. You learned on a job. You're a journeyman. You know. It's and, so. It's so true. So true, you yeah. know. So it's nothing against both of them, right? It's just no. nothing. <laughs> so what your all... your process and your your uh journey is your journey. So 
Let's have it. I'm loving this conversation with you because it has gotten so far off the subject that I called you about. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's but it's cool. But it's a good conversation. And the thing of it is, it's like it, you're 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 espousing nothing but truths that are okay. that are that cross many. I mean, you do hair, and you do hair yeah. in the film industry. I know you know there are people who have like salons, and they spend every day in the same yeah. beauty salon or the same you know yeah, barbershop or, or the fancy in the tonsorial parlor yes, working out of the same chair you get you, <laughs> know, you get to work with different interesting people some of the actors you work with are cool and the other ones are complete jerks but you know yeah but guess what they all make the film industry go around that's what i love about it because you never know what type of character you're going to get in your chair mm-hmm. you know and and for the record i worked in a salon before I uh, started working in the film industry. I worked in a salon for like maybe seven to eight years. And guess what? I didn't like the salon. I always knew from a child, a little girl, that I was going to be a movie star. I thought I was going to be this big time actress because my mom, she said (laughs) from a little girl, I would always say, my name is going to be in those credits one day. And my mom said she used to look at me like, what do you mean? Like, what do you know about credits yeah. <laughs> at seven and eight years old? She said, she, she would always say, what does this little girl know about credits? I don't know anything about credits. I just knew when I was, I grew up a little bit in New York city. So mm-hmm. these credits would roll on the big screen on like uh, what they, what they call those things, the big billboards. And she said, I would always say that's going to be my name one day. You know, so well, your name's in the credits now. It's rolling. They it, are. That's right. There it is. See, I saw that Sherry Hamilton. Yeah, isn't that that's such a blessing? God is so good. Let me tell you, just follow your dreams, and your dreams will follow you. That's what I oh, I know that for t-shirt. a fact. You should put that on a t-shirt or bumper sticker. All right, we're gonna step <laughs> away. We're gonna step away for a second. When we come back, and get back to the subject that I wanted to talk about to begin with, is this woman who cut her hair like that. But also, I want to talk about hair. Why would somebody think about putting that kind of stuff in your hair? And what's all the different kinds of hair? And now, and and I'm seeing more and more women. When I went to high school in the 70s, uh, African-American women had more natural things. I mean, they were kind of just starting to, like, put curls or smooth or that kind of stuff. But most of the girls that I knew... They just had regular, you know, what you call the natural things or afros. That's what you called them back then. And uh, I see, I see, I think people coming back to that. And I want to talk to you about that. I'm going, why, why did they get to the smooth downside to begin with? And, uh, and uh, how popular is this coming back to the natural hair? Uh, Sherry Hamilton's my guest here on the Spudcast talking out my ask back right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of parish coffee. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? 
My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. And we're back on the Spudcast talking out my ass with Sherry Hamilton, who is a hairdresser to the stars. And we're talking about hair, and we're talking about ladies' hair specifically. Uh, yes. I mean, I did I did this thing uh, in Atlanta, Halfland Leonard, and they had to dye my hair red. And, uh, you know, I always thought, I did, the, I did Huey Long, the Kingfish, for 30 years. But it was a play, but, I'm you know, and all the pictures of him are in black and white anyway. But he was a redhead, and I was always under the impression with my dark, dark hair that you couldn't really, uh, you know, dye it kind of lighter like that. And, boy, did they prove me wrong. They were able to – I mean, I looked like Woody Woodpecker when I got out of that chair. <laughs> so it's like yes. I worked with a lady named Nikki. Yeah, she was she was good, Nikki. I mean, and she was fun to, to sit in the chair and BS with too. But uh, awesome. so, uh, but let's let's talk about hair. Let's talk about ladies' hair. Let's talk about African American hair. Like I said before, uh, yeah. you know, I guess I, I, you look at pictures from the '40s, movies and such, and and hair was like Cab Calloway said, fried, dyed, and laid to the side. What are, mm-hmm. are you? Uh, why do you think we're seeing a move away from that nowadays? All that chemicals oh in God. your hair. Yeah, people's eyes are opening, you know. Um, I don't know how true it is, but I I know I've heard a story about um, chemicals causing, like, breast cancer in some of the women um, that put relaxers in their hair, um, like cysts on the breast, you know. So it's, it's just harmful. So African-Americans started moving away from all of those chemicals um, some years back because of that and also because there was a time like uh, I heard you say like in the early uh, earlier years like 1960s 70s African Americans used to be so natural like they used to mm-hmm. wear all the afros and then we started moving into this wave of relaxing the hair and, and trying to look more sleek and now it's gone again you know we're trying to get back to the natural juices and berries and just yeah. accepting our hair the way it is yeah. well, well it's like curly hair you know it's like okay yeah. we got our mutual friend donna spawn that girl yes. has got curly 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 hair my wife hair when too. i met her curly red hair curly curly hair and people mm-hmm. were always like she go to get her hair done and the first thing they do is drag out that iron and straighten yep. out her hair and after the third or fourth time she came home with that i'm going what happened to the cascades of curls that you, why you always okay. let them do that to you? And she says, you know yeah. why? Because they don't know how to cut curly hair. Well, that's how you cut curly hair. You, you know, a lot of times we straighten the hair just to cut it, but you know, then you wet it again to bring that curly, um, natural hair back, well, you know? It, it didn't that's come right not, back. It didn't? No, not right away. What? No, it was, it was several days before it came back to that curly bounce. You know, she had tight, okay, well, tight kind of ringlet curls like like Donna yeah. has. You know, Donna's got that long yeah. blonde blonde hair. 
that's really tight curls. And, uh, and, she, and she told me people always telling her, like, oh, you got to do something about your hair. She goes, no, I don't. I like it. Yeah, because a lot of people think it, you look like a wild woman. <clears throat> well, Excuse is, me. That's yeah, Turner. you know, they, they look, they think you look like a wild woman. They think like with African-Americans, they were saying sometimes your hair was in the way or it looked too rough and it looked too this, it looked too that. They had all kinds of excuses, you know, for our hair, like it's, it's in the way when you're mm -hmm. at the movies, it's in the way when you're at school. No, that's, that's discrimination against big, beautiful hair you know yeah. so we so i think they wanted to put a stop and an end to that because we are who we are you know caucasian um african-american it doesn't matter if you have curly hair that's your hair we should be able to wear our hair the way we want it right i would think so what but let's yeah. let's get into the weave thing because i'll tell you why my my youngest she started school uh mm -hmm. with this girl kalia and her and kalia were like best friends all the way from first grade through through uh, through twelfth grade, they went to, you know, uh, they went to Ridgewood, and then they both got accepted into Noka, and they both went there, and then now Kalia has gone to college in Chicago. We hardly ever see it, and Kalia comes back, and uh, and uh, now she's got she's got these weaves that go all the way down her back, and I'm just looking like that. That ain't the Kalia I know, you know. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, whatever, you know, it's her hair and it's her head, and she's a sweet person, and my, you know, she and my daughter are still best friends, so. Right. I, I'm good for that, but it's like, why? Well, I don't see why. You looked, to me, you look better, but then again, it ain't her job to please me, you know? You know, and, and let's get a good understanding. I'm glad you, you brought this subject up because I'm not a big weave person. I know how to do it. I know how to create a weave, excuse me, um, and I know how to um, add extensions. They have all type of extensions, braid um, mm -hmm. extensions, the tape extensions, um these lace fronts, they got all kind of weaves that you can add to your hair. Now, there's two, two, um, two, what am I trying to say? The word I'm looking for. Two reasons why people will add weave. And that's to, number one, enhance your beauty. Doesn't mean that you doesn't love yourself. It just means that you like looking different sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that makes some people feel good. Well, I'll tell you about right? weave is because you can take it in and out quickly. Yes. Uh, you can have and a hugely, there's a lady who does that works at the checkout over here at uh, the Rouse's across the track from me. And mm -hmm. uh, I always tease her because I go and I say, every time I come here in April, you look different. You got different do. <laughs> she goes, I like that. I don't care. And, you know, I said, well, that's good. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's just like sometimes, especially when when the mask thing was going on, everybody don't wear a mask. I wasn't sure it was her because her hair was different every time I go in there. But, you know, you know she but she wants, to look, so she wants to look different. But I mean, cause, so cause, uh, but I mean, that's not something like white people can do. I mean, and, you know, you got to be Dolly Parton and wear what? a wig, you know. But guess what? Caucasian people do it all the time. You just don't know. With with filming, I always add extensions to their hair yeah, to make it look more full and make it. But look, that's but that's yeah. an actor playing a part. I mean, do they really you well, you see true. that in everyday life all the time? You let me tell let me tell you. You may not know because. The best, the good thing about Caucasian and weave, most of Caucasian's hair is already long and straight, and the weaves come out, I mean, they make them like that, long, straight, and silky. So you will never know if it's their hair or not. I know a lot of um, Caucasian women, when I was in women, when I was in a salon, they would get those um, 
the tape extensions or the um the micro bead extensions and you will never know they have it in their hair you know so it's not it's and that's that's a good weave that's what you call a good weave and some african americans you know now with the natural hair movement going on um they have the natural hair weave as well those textures those different afro textures mm -hmm. and curly kinky textures they got textures like donna's textures texture um of hair you would never know is if it's their hair or not you know it's like amazing even with some wigs you would not know if it's their hair or not you know i don't see anything wrong with any of it and like i was saying before two reasons and one of those reasons is for to enhance your beauty and another reason is to protect your hair like you were saying like your wife uh she went and got her hair flat iron and it messed up her curl texture mm -hmm. somewhat you know so you you sometimes people don't want all that heat on their real hair real hair so hey let's get a weave and destroy that weave hair before it destroys mine <laughs> well i never thought about you know? that but yes. you know what well you know what then 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 you know where's the hair club for men dude because they got, well, I mean, because you got, okay, so they got guys that are getting like plugs and things like that. And, and it looks like, yeah. you know, it, it, it just looks, it looks ridiculous, the, these plugs, because hair, natural hair, regardless of the kind, the natural hair doesn't really have a pattern per se, as opposed to these, you know, rows that you're expecting somebody, uh, some little tiny Martians to fly down there and make crop circles on them because they look like little rows of corn or something. But if they would, if if you had enough hair in the front to, to cover that bald pate growing in the back, the male pattern baldness, because you weave something over that bald pate. Well, guess what? You'd be surprised how many textures of hair they have. I, see, if mm. just go to cosmetology school, go to cosmetology school well, for like fifteen months. <laughs> well, I gotta go to that blue cliff over there. I gotta go to the blue cliff over in Clearview Mall or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, let yes. me walk in there. They go, what do you want? <laughs> I want to look beautiful. <laughs> I want to make others look beautiful, too. How yeah. about that? I want, I want everybody <laughs> to look at me and go, man, I wish I was as brave as that idiot. <laughs> this ain't Marty Bra. Get your ass out of here. Man. This ain't Marty Bra. No. Oh, no. They will accept you. They'll say, uh, hey, what are you coming to do? Barbering? Yeah. What are you Barbering coming to do? Get out, get out your checkbook and we'll do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't matter to me if you want to look like Bozo the Clown, baby. I got the hair for you. Just get out that Visa card and we're ready to go. <laughs> what kind of advice can you give people about, because I, I always get people asking me about getting in the film industry, and I tell people, look, you know, oh, man, I could be an actor. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I mean, it's not what you think. There's absolutely nothing glamorous about making movies. It is work. It's long it's days sometimes, you know. Yeah. And I mean, like you, you're leaving a nice air-conditioned trailer to go out into bug-infested swamps. I did a movie yeah. one time where these two bloodhounds drug me 60 yards through a ditch. So you yeah. know, <laughs> there oh, you go. Wow. There's a memory for you. But what kind of <laughs> advice, since I'm running out of time, what kind of advice would you give somebody who's going like, you know, I want to get in the film industry. I, I want to do hair and makeup or something like that. I mean, if they want to follow in your footsteps, where's the first place they should put their foot? The first place you should put your foot is in hair school or in makeup academy. That's the first thing you should do. You, you have to be a licensed cosmetologist or a licensed barber or a licensed esthetician or 
you know, a license. I mean, they don't have a license for makeup artists per se, but mm-hmm. go to Makeup Academy to um, we strengthen need to learn, the like, skill. You know, prosthetics and other things like that. Too. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they have all of those prosthetic um, makeup schools in California. They have some, I just found out they had some um, in, like, North Carolina, and they have a few in Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. There's a lady here who, who does it, too. I mean, she had to, like, take a side gig because of the movie industry, but she does prosthetics and such here. And I was BSing oh, really? her the other day, so. And I know there's oh, a really? chick in Lafayette who does it, too, because she did me, so. Well, let me tell you that it'll be awesome for you to share that information um, on your podcast because, you know, you never know what people are looking for. But, I mean, the easiest way after that um, to get in the film industry is just to pursue it. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can't really, I tell people this all the time. I just told this story on another interview that I had with some, um, with a hair company. I don't know how to tell people to get in the film industry. I do know somewhat is who you know, you know, um, because Hollywood is all about networking and networking with people and following people. Um, So it's all about who you know. But I got in by a movie doing a film in a salon where I worked. So it was like God-given. It was God. Those people were watching me and those people came up to me after doing a haircut on someone and asked me to join them. And I've been in the film industry since, you know, so that that's my story on how I got in, you know. um, So I I really don't know how. No, you just did it. That's the clever way. If you really and truly want to do it, then maybe you should be an extra on a film and then go up and while you're sitting around doing nothing, go talk to the hair people and makeup people and go, you know what? I'd like to pursue what you do. Can you give me any pointers? Here's my name and number. Do you need somebody yeah. to like sweep up for you? You know, do you need day players and things like that? So there you go. And that's the best. Oh my God. I, I didn't even think about that, you know, but that is a good way of getting yourself in the door just to see how everybody yeah. moves around and stuff. Yeah. I, I know someone that got in like that. Well, the only uh, thing I want to tell people like that, and I'm, I'm way over time. I, I really got to go. But the thing I, I tell okay. people is like, look, it's like you said, it's who you know, but it's what you know that keeps you in the business. There's a lot of people, okay, I'm going to give you a chance, but then if you can't stand up to the chance, then you're gone pecan. And once, you, once, you, once you've done that, I want to say they're going to blacklist you, but don't put their name on, you, you know, their name on you. On, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they'll blacklist you, but they will, you know, think twice about hiring you. But yeah, it, they... We will give you a chance, you know, to prove that you can work the hours because Hollywood have some long hours on yes, set. You have to travel and you have to be on time and you have to have a beautiful personality along with the talent, you know, to um, sustain yourself. Because all of family. us talented people are all a bunch of narcissistic <laughs> jerks. <laughs> so tell them the truth. Oh tell them the truth, Sherry. Narcissist, man. Narcissist. Anyway, I got to go. I got to go. I'm so far over time. Sherry Hamilton, thank you so much for taking the time to explain a few things to me. It's the Spudcast podcast wrapping it up right after this. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides the big cootie sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Are you ready to launch? 
The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps. The list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Sherry Hamilton, hair babe par excellence. And actually a great comment. I'd love to sit down with a cup of coffee with her instead of just talking over the phone like this. Anyway, uh, coming up in later podcasts this week, I'm going to talk to uh, Rafael Goyaneci about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, and I'm going to try to steer him toward uh, merit judges. In the meantime, thanks for joining me tonight. You can find this podcast on Red Circle and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Public Radio, Stitcher, and on Twitter at Spud Got That, and on Facebook at Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big TZ. You can sometimes find me on Ain't There No More. If you would like to sponsor this podcast or have it emailed directly to you, or if you want to be a guest or you have an idea for a, a topic, contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com, thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Till the next time, watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.